And just want to take a second and thank Policy Genius. They're supporting today's episode of Success Story. I know we all have kids. We all have families we want to take care of. And I personally check something off major on my to-do list, life insurance. It's a tough topic. It's really hard to think about, but it's so important. And the hard part was sorting through all the options. Luckily, I found Policy Genius. Policy Genius is an online insurance marketplace that makes getting life insurance surprisingly easy. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for a million dollars of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Now, knowing my family's protected brings me incredible peace of mind. Don't put off this important decision. Check life insurance off your to-do list in no time with Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. Eufy is sponsoring today's video. They reached out to me. I tested out their video lock. It is a game changer. I'm going to paint a picture for you for why I'm so excited to work with them. So you're getting home. Your arms are loaded with groceries or packages or boxes or everything. And your keys are in your pocket. This drives me nuts. This happens all the time. I upgraded to the Eufy video lock. Fingerprint tap i'm inside and honestly i also feel way safer it's got this awesome built-in camera so whether it's a package delivery or late night uber order i see exactly who's there right from my phone there are no more mystery knocks and the best part this thing was such a breeze to set up there's no wires there's no drilling uh there's also no monthly subscription fees so if you are done fumbling with your keys because i definitely am search for eufy video lock or head over to eufyofficial.com video lock your front door, your sanity. This is not a video hating on all of your hard work, but it is a flag to let you know that you need some more balance in your life. Let's get real about this whole hustle culture thing. I don't care if you say you aren't hustling. I see it in my feed. I see people crushing it from the time they get up to the time they go to bed. They're pushing hard to get ahead, trying to level up. They're trying to be productive 24 seven. And even if you aren't building a business and you're not working 120 hours a week, I know you're still trying to get that promotion, get that next job, hit that next financial milestone. Everybody is trying to keep up. I know your pain because I've fallen into this constant achievement trap again and again and again. And it's so interesting because when I do these videos, I always usually do videos on topics that I know would help you, but also topics that make me take a really hard look at myself because I don't want to preach and say that it's easy to remove yourself from the rat race, to remove yourself from the achievement trap completely. And that's actually not the answer because the answer is that we have to find balance and equilibrium. And that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about the different activities that can give you balance and equilibrium in your life and why it's so important to your health, to your wellness, to your financial, business, career, success. But there is a hustle hard mentality, especially in North America. But at the end of the day, a lot of it is a coping mechanism for unfortunately a deeper sense of inadequacy. I mean, it's a drug. We keep chasing this temporary relief from feeling that we're not quite enough. And, and trust me, I know because I've checked all those boxes, those high achieving life boxes, uh, climbing the career ladder, building status, uh, getting all these shiny things that you think would make you happy. But 
it never really brings lasting fulfillment and I'll explain why that is. There's a lot of psychological reasons, but whenever you chase something and you get it, you always feel left a little bit empty inside and then you wanna chase the next thing. And this is what I've realized because at the end of the day, we are on a hamster wheel and our worth is not exclusively defined by productivity and achievements, yet that is the box that society puts us in. You, as you are right now, you are already whole, you're already sacred, and honestly, even if you don't accomplish anything else, you are enough. And I think that that isn't told to people enough, and even if you hear it from me, and even if I told it to myself, I'm still not gonna believe it. It takes a lot to break free from society's constant achievement narrative, but the goal is not to break free of it completely because that is really impossible as much as we would love to not have to stress about performing and getting the next thing. It's not real, but what we can do is we can understand that that constant achievement, that hamster wheel, it's not healthy. How do we find balance in activities that are actually beneficial to that struggle and that actual achievement cycle. So this is really the thing that I want to focus on today. And beyond all of this hustle culture lies something called atelic and telic activities. And beyond hustle culture lies this world where we have these achievements that we strive for, but we also focus on moments where we're not striving for anything and we are living in the present in the moment now let's go deeper into this concept so of course striving for greatness achievement it's an admirable mission i always look up the people who plan their careers they stick to the schedule they take on all these personal projects work projects fitness regimes whatever this is me this is probably you and the act of continually creating improving excelling learning discovering this is life. This is life. Because if we're not progressing, what are we doing? We're dying. And if we aren't challenging ourselves, it is way too easy to grow stagnant. But there's a temptation to view growing and learning as a series of milestones. And sometimes we tie our entire self-worth to these milestones. Maybe you're looking at progression is finishing a big project at work. Maybe you only feel satisfied when you've mastered adding another plate onto your deadlift. And I'm starting to realize as many people do throughout their sort of journey of self-discovery, growth can't always be about completing something. It's not exclusive to meeting a goal or hitting a milestone or mastering a skill. You can grow through everyday activities that you know, without sounding too airy-fairy, really speak to your soul. Picking up a sketchbook if you like to draw, uh, taking a stroll on the beach, listening to a new music album, uh, spending Sunday afternoons gardening. These activities don't have an end goal, but they can be as useful and enriching as any professional or personal accomplishment. And we're going to talk about this through the lens of telic and atelic activities and why you need to find a balance between the two. So we have learned a lot from great philosophers in the past. One of these great thinkers is Aristotle. In Metaphysics, one of his works, he made the distinction between kinesis and energia. Kinetic or telic activities always have 
a destination in sight. The Greek word telos refers to an end goal, implying that the activity is terminal. For example, you decide you're going to learn an instrument. The end goal is to be able to play that instrument well. If you're writing an autobiography, the end goal is to finish and publish it. If you have a large client project to complete, the end goal is to deliver it and move on to the next task. An energetic or atelic action is something that you can't really exhaust. Spending time in nature doesn't have an end date. Writing daily journal entries can be done every morning and you will never run out of anything to say or because it's an open-ended mindfulness practice. Now, there are a few confusing cases. For example, if you can play a guitar every day and you never run out of tabs to learn, isn't that atelic? Here, I would say it depends on your intention. If you're trying to gain guitar playing skills and get better at it, it's probably telic. If you are already learning how to play and you're enjoying the sort of the habit of playing for five minutes each morning before work, that's atelic. And it's all about the tangible end goal or lack thereof. Now, like most of the topics that I speak about on, you know, on my channel and my newsletter, um, I came across these terms, telic and atelic, when I was doing a little bit of research. So the philosopher Kieran Satya published Midlife, a philosophical guide in 2018. Now this is a deep thinking book about finding purpose and satisfaction in the second half of life. And it particularly focuses on midlife crises. Now, Satya talks about his own midlife crisis, which he experienced at the age of 35. And it was as though life suddenly lost all of its meaning. And you'll understand why midlife crises happen in a second. But it felt like a series of like pointless accomplishments and it filled him with a massive amount of intense dread. So what Satya encountered, and though he wrote about it in much more detail than I'll speak about here, is something called Anui. Now, Anui is the feeling of boredom and dissatisfaction that comes from a lack of meaning, purpose, or occupation. And he was faced with the futility of life. And we'll come back to Satya in a second. That's the first point I want you to remember. Next, the German philosopher, Arthur Schopenhauer, shook things up with his theories of an irrational universe. And you may have heard of Schopenhauer. He has a reputation for being very pessimistic. And he believed that life is an endless cycle of suffering and striving. And even when you do joyful things that you love, they bring you pain. Now, we can never really gain satisfaction because it's fleeting, according to Schopenhauer. Uh, and after a certain point, our accomplishments and achievements start to become meaningless. And to be honest, I think we all play with these ideas through our life. Everything ends, so what's the point? We're just going through the motions until we reach the inevitable conclusion. But I found it interesting to read Satya's book and hear a solution to Schopenhauer's problem. He suggests that if you view life as a series of goals and accomplishments, telic activities, you're naturally gonna feel dissatisfied by the temporary nature of those accomplishments. This is where telic and atelic activities become relevant. So in pursuing a goal, you are trying to exhaust your interaction with something good as if you were to make friends for the sake of saying goodbye. This is how Satya introduces the idea of telic 
versus italic activities. He points out that goals with a destination in sight are often short-lived, particularly in the first 20 to 30 years of your life, because it's easier to reach a destination after destination without feeling a sense of meaningless. But at a certain point though, this is the midlife crisis, we tend to feel the weight of the endless striving which is what Satya felt at 35. So where do we turn? Well, Satya suggests recognizing and embracing a different means of fulfillment in atelic activities. And he recommends a switch in focus from the value of getting there to the value of being on the way. You heard this in motivational quotes before. You know, life is about the journey, right? And unless we're mad scientists, workaholics, I know that most of you are saying, okay, well, I, I do atelic stuff. I have a decent mix of telic and atelic activities. I mean, I go outside, I see my family, I play some music, whatever it is, it's just natural. I mean, you probably, some of us keep a journal. A lot of us spend time with our families. You probably take weekend trips. I know a lot of entrepreneurs listen to this show and NetSuite has been a huge supporter for entrepreneurs, for business owners, because there's one thing that we all know. Business is about making money and it's about your bottom line. And the less you spend on the nuts and bolts of running your business, the more profits you keep. But these days, everything is costing more. Supplies, people, shipping. It squeezes your margins. And I've been there juggling multiple systems for finance, inventory, you name it each with its own costs and its own set of headaches. That's why I made the switch to NetSuite by Oracle. It's changed our company. Think about it. NetSuite is one of the top financial systems out there. It puts your whole business on one platform, accounting, finance, the works, one data source for everyone. There's no more mismatched info. And because it's in the cloud, it slashes your IT costs. No more servers, no more updates. Just access NetSuite from anywhere. With one integrated suite, your overhead drops big time. And here's the real win. Efficiency. Everything's connected in NetSuite. Costs are ridiculous lately. Find a proven way to reduce your expenses and get better performance out of your team. It's a no-brainer, and that's what NetSuite offers. Over 37,000 companies have figured this out already. You have to join them. Right now, through to April 15th, NetSuite's got an incredible, flexible financing plan. Check it out and see the savings yourself at netsuite.com slash Clary. That's netsuite.com slash Clary. Hiring as a small business owner is a major pain. That's why LinkedIn is supporting today's episode. You need people with the right skills and experience, but finding them can take forever. It is incredibly frustrating to keep seeing candidates who just aren't a good fit, and that's why LinkedIn Jobs has been a game changer. Let me tell you a little story. We needed to hire a graphic designer, somebody with specific tech and software knowledge and the ability to truly understand our brand. And I started with all the usual job boards, and it's the same old story. Tons of irrelevant applications. No one's really matching my needs. I tried LinkedIn jobs and the quality of candidates was just on another level. People with impressive portfolios, relevant expertise. I finally felt like I was interviewing the right people. That's truly the power of LinkedIn's massive professional network. You're tapping into this huge pool of talent you simply wouldn't find on other sites. It's about finding those niche candidates you actually need. And with the right people in front of you, hiring becomes a breeze. Did you know that 86% of small businesses find a qualified candidate on LinkedIn jobs within 24 hours. That is how well their system works. Honestly, do yourself a favor and try LinkedIn jobs next time you're hiring. You can post your job for free at linkedin.com slash excellence. That's linkedin.com slash excellence. Terms and conditions apply, but it's definitely worth trying out.
I don't know about you, but the idea of being harassed, scammed, or even worse, all because somebody found my personal information online, that's terrifying. Our political opinions, our addresses, even stuff about our families, it's out there for anyone to grab. And did you know that data brokers are allowed to sell information on over 98% of Americans? It's scary stuff. That's why I've partnered with Delete Me. I personally use Delete Me. They're a big friend of the podcast because I put myself out there online. So safety is a huge concern. It's really scary how easy it is to find someone's details and information. But Delete Me creates a layer of protection that we all need. You tell Delete Me what you want gone and they make it disappear from those sketchy data broker sites. And Delete Me doesn't stop. They constantly monitor the web to keep your information off those lists. It's like having a privacy watchdog that never sleeps. You need to take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me. They're giving a special discount for all Success Story podcast listeners. Get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeletemecom slash success and use promo code success at checkout. The only way to get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash success and enter code success at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash success. Hey everyone, I just want to take a second and thank the sponsor of today's episode, Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond Bourbon. Now I don't have a lot of liquor sponsors on this show. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond is actually one of my favorites. I've drank it for a few years now, and this is why we actually decided to work together. Heaven Hill Distillery, family-owned since 1935, is a great entrepreneur story, too. So there's five brothers. They filled their first whiskey barrels back in 1935, and their legacy still lives on today. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond is aged over seven years. That's three more than required by the Bottled and Bond Act of 1897. This means the best quality, the best purity, and the best consistency. This is not just average bourbon. It's the winner of the double gold medals at multiple 2023 World Spirits competitions, and they've won the very prestigious Triple Still Award. It's a very big deal in the liquor and bourbon world. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond boasts an exceptionally smooth oak flavor, while its aroma offers a sweet blend of caramel and smooth vanilla. If you love bourbon, you need to try Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond. Available nationally, look for a bottle at your local store. Heaven Hill reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Think back to your last few days in the office. Did any of them leave you feeling really accomplished? Not the kind of day where you're running around like crazy, but where you've made real progress on something that matters. Because being busy doesn't always mean being productive. And I bet you we've all been there. And maybe it's time to rethink what it means to get things done. Today's episode is sponsored by Belay, and what they help you do is, instead of getting sucked into emails and to-do lists, they help you delegate tasks and focus on big goals. They can connect you with top-notch U.S.-based talent who are ready to take on those time-consuming tasks that bog you down. Let's be real. There are way more important things you could be doing than bookkeeping or wrangling a packed inbox. They have virtual assistants to handle all of those pesky administrative tasks or accounting professionals to take care of all your financials. But here's the best part. You don't have to waste weeks searching for the right person. Belay's personalized matching service works quickly, sometimes matching you with the right talent to take stuff off your plate in under a week. Are you ready to try a different way of working? Check out Belay's list of the top 25 things you can delegate to a virtual assistant. It might just change your business and your life. Text success, that's S-U-C-C-E-S-S, to 55123 to get the list and to start transforming your to-do list with Belay. You watch documentaries, read books, um, you maybe take a walk uh, with your dog or, or without. You sometimes go on a picnic, lay on the blanket to watch the stars when there's a meteor shower. 
Is there a particular topic that you're fascinated by and you like to research that isn't tied to your work? Um, are there any hobbies that you dip into every once in a while just for the sake of it? Painting, uh, whatever, arts and crafts. These are all atelic activities. And obviously I just described a whole bunch of things that you all do and they don't have to have an end goal and they don't necessarily require us to do anything. We can simply be present and enjoy them. There's no achievement associated. Um, and we don't enjoy them just by getting something out of them. We enjoy them because we just do it to do it. Like I said, you're probably already doing a bunch of atelic activities. A lot of us do. It's just that we haven't recognized them because they don't necessarily contribute to our resume or help us reach a milestone. So we think about them as pastimes. What I'm saying and what you're trying to do instead is to shift which activities, telic or atelic, you see as the most important. Societal norms and the way that we're raised typically demand that we focus on telic activities and view them as the most meaningful. These are the goals, these are the achievements, these are the raises, these, these are the uh, revenue milestones in our business, these are the, the financial goals we're, me we're meeting in our life. However, atelic activities can bring you just as much, if not more value in terms of learning, growth, satisfaction. If we can't learn to find fulfillment in the menial activities with no end, no destination, and no goal, then we're going to struggle and we're going to wrestle with those Schopenhauerian feelings of futility. You are not defined by your measurable accomplishments. Life shouldn't just be a series of, I finished that, what's next? It's great to have goals and ambitions, it's not so great to view those as the only means of growth and satisfaction. And for those of us that don't have balance, there are massive risks in living a telic-centric life. Full throttle goal pursuit 24-7, 365 has costs. Goal striving stress. This is a real thing. You chronically activate your fight or flight response, causing anxiety and exhaustion. And science confirms Ambitious goal setting comes with psychological risks. So perfectionistic overachievers, overstrivers are more prone to depression and to burnout. And while some telic activity obviously drives progress, you have to recognize your human needs too. You have to balance goal hustling with rest and presence. So you can't just live for the end points. Open-ended atelic activities also help you with flow state. So this is that magical state where we lose uh, self-consciousness, where we're so involved in what we're doing that we don't pay attention to the time and whatnot. And this is actually where we do our best work. But when you're so focused on outcomes, we become too worried about performance and then we can't surrender to present immersion. So goals can actually obstruct flow state. And this is why you have to make space for unstructured time. You have to make space for allowing yourself to forget endpoints and to just melt into the moment in targets. So activity significance depends wholly on measurable success and this fragilizes self-worth. Failure will devastate you because progress defines our worth, but atelic action has value beyond outcomes. So you have to recognize activities that bring these psychological rewards, creativity, connection, growth, pleasure. Remember, your value is not contingent on achieving goals. 
Another thing we have to be aware of is that goals imposed by others breeds a ton of resentment. So even self-chosen objectives and goals that you set for yourself if you're an entrepreneur, they can become oppressive have-tos instead of being the inspired want-tos. I know for a fact, I do a podcast. There's days when it becomes a have-to and not a want-to. And actually, uh, to bring up another philosopher, uh, Nietzsche called this internal coercion. So excessive deference to external standards robs us of an inner compass. Let me say this one more time. Excessive deference to external standards robs us of an inner compass. You have to preserve your autonomy through atelic action. Telic living has massive downsides if you aren't mindful of. And don't get me wrong, I'm all about the hustling and achieving goals, but the balance thing, we need to focus on the balance thing. Obsessively chasing goals gives us tunnel vision, very bad. Research confirms that when we hyper-focus on specific outcomes, telic activities, our attention narrows like we're wearing blinders. We get so fixated on these predefined endpoints that we block out new ideas and possibilities. Our thinking becomes so rigid and closed off and unflexible that we miss things, actual opportunities that could help us. This limited headspace makes us so cognitively biased. We lose the ability to shift gears, see different perspectives. You ever notice how intense goal setters, achievers, strivers seem unwilling to consider alternate ways? That's why. Blind pursuit of achievement above all else gradually reprograms our neural pathways over time. We become addicted to crushing metrics at the expense of living spontaneously and enjoying the journey. It's not a healthy state. Another major risk is burnout, plain and simple. Pushing hard with no rest activates the fight or flight freeze response, as I mentioned before, which scientists have coined goal striving stress. Our adrenals pump out cortisol and other stress hormones nonstop as we obsess over milestones. This leads to mental fog, physical fatigue, anxiety, depression, not fun. Studies actually show ambitious goal setters are more likely to suffer burnout and emotional issues. Our brains didn't evolve for endless achievement. We need balance. But with telic dominated lives, everything starts to depend on measurable results. Our self-worth gets tied to external markers of progress like pay raises and trophies. And when you base value solely on hitting targets, you're primed for a confidence crisis whenever you miss. Failure sends you spiraling because your identity depends on telic success. Not to mention valuing activities only for their outcomes really strips away their inherent joy. How many times growing up, if you played sports, think about this, this happened to me quite a bit. If I was playing for fun, I played a lot of hockey, playing on the outdoor rink in the winter, grew up in Canada, and it was just tons of fun, and it was flow state, it was mindless in the best way possible. But the second you step onto the ice for a tournament game or a finals game, and it's stress and it's anxiety, and there's really no fun. There's performance, and there's telic mindfulness, and it's so interesting because the same activity could be telic or atelic, depending on the conditions that you're performing that activity in. But the second you try and accomplish something to achieve a means to an end, there is no joy in it. See, music loses magic if you just do it to master the instrument, not for the love of the process. Um, even worse, when you relentlessly pursue goals, it often feels like coerced. You're always hustling to satisfy these external 
pressures and it just kills motivation, it kills autonomy. So the tolls of telic excess are real. Rigidity, blindness, burnout, loss of freedom, loss of presence. Like everything in life, balance is key. So let's get back to that midlife crisis, probably fueled by overloading telic activity. And if you're experiencing anything close to this 35 year old's midlife crisis, maybe you're consumed with thoughts about life and existence or concerned with what you should have done or should have done more, achieve more. My first response to you would be to go read Setia's book. But in terms of actionable steps, I can't emphasize this idea of atelic living enough. Look at your life and really identify those everyday menial activities that you find joy in. Acknowledge the way they make you feel. Accept that if your entire life went by without another measurable accomplishment, you could still find deep meaning and satisfaction in goal-free activities. If you're having trouble identifying atelic activities in your life, there's tons, but here's a list. Finding a nourishing recipe you've never tried before, cooking it, eating it, taking a walk without listening to music, spending an hour in the garden watering plants, picking flowers, drawing, painting, coloring, taking a yoga class, focusing on the breath work rather than the poses, writing in your journal, sitting quietly for 10 minutes with no distractions to just think about your thoughts and your feelings, reading a book that has nothing to do with work or school or career goals, something just for fun, watching sunsets, watching sunrises, listening to an entire album from start to finish. Atelic activities don't have a destination. That's good, that's what you're looking for. They don't typically lead to accomplishments and they're not necessarily measurable. But that doesn't mean they can't just be as meaningful and enriching as telic activities, if not more so. See, by breaking habitual thought patterns, atelic activities create that space for previously overlooked options. Possibilities will start to emerge. You will think differently about problems in your life. The science validates what philosophers thought centuries ago. Open-ended rest and reflection separate from goal-driven busyness are crucial for us to flourish as human beings. Our brains require atelic time. So in summary, be wary of over-optimizing life for productivity and achievement. As Aristotle said, the best existence blends purposeful activity with purposeless being, striking a balance between work-like goals and soulful goal-free activities is one of my top priorities, very difficult for high achievers, but it is one of the things that I'm actively working towards. I know what it feels like to be consumed by the cycle of achievement and ambition, and I think it's crucial to recognize that there are other ways to grow. There can be joy in everyday activities, even if it doesn't look like productivity or progress on your resume. I know a lot of entrepreneurs listen to this show and NetSuite has been a huge supporter for entrepreneurs, for business owners, because there's one thing that we all know. Business is about making money and it's about your bottom line. And the less you spend on the nuts and bolts of running your business, the more profits you keep. But these days, everything is costing more. Supplies, people, shipping. It squeezes your margins. And I've been there juggling multiple systems for finance, inventory, you name it. Each with its own costs and its own set of headaches. That's why I made the switch to NetSuite by Oracle. It's changed our company. Think about it. NetSuite is one of the top financial systems out there. It puts your whole business on one platform, accounting, finance, the works, one data source for everyone. There's no more mismatched info. And because it's in the cloud, it slashes your IT costs. No more servers, no more updates. Just access NetSuite from anywhere. With one integrated suite, your overhead drops big time. And here's the real win. Efficiency. Everything's connected in NetSuite. 
Costs are ridiculous lately. Find a proven way to reduce your expenses and get better performance out of your team. It's a no-brainer, and that's what NetSuite offers. Over 37,000 companies have figured this out already. You have to join them. Right now, through to April 15th, NetSuite's got an incredible, flexible financing plan. Check it out and see the savings yourself at netsuite.com slash Clary. That's netsuite.com slash Clary. Hiring as a small business owner is a major pain. That's why LinkedIn is supporting today's episode. You need people with the right skills and experience, but finding them can take forever. It is incredibly frustrating to keep seeing candidates who just aren't a good fit, and that's why LinkedIn Jobs has been a game changer. Let me tell you a little story. We needed to hire a graphic designer, somebody with specific tech and software knowledge and the ability to truly understand our brand. And I started with all the usual job boards, and it's the same old story. Tons of irrelevant applications. No one's really matching my needs. I tried LinkedIn jobs and the quality of candidates was just on another level. People with impressive portfolios, relevant expertise. I finally felt like I was interviewing the right people. That's truly the power of LinkedIn's massive professional network. You're tapping into this huge pool of talent you simply wouldn't find on other sites. It's about finding those niche candidates you actually need. And with the right people in front of you, hiring becomes a breeze. Did you know that 86% of small businesses find a quality qualified candidate on LinkedIn jobs within 24 hours. That is how well their system works. Honestly, do yourself a favor and try LinkedIn jobs next time you're hiring. You can post your job for free at linkedin.com slash excellence. That's linkedin.com slash excellence. Terms and conditions apply, but it's definitely worth trying out. I don't know about you, but the idea of being harassed, scammed, or even worse, all because somebody found my personal information online, that's terrifying. Our political opinions, our addresses, even stuff about our families, it's out there for anyone to grab. And did you know that data brokers are allowed to sell information on over 98% of Americans? It's scary stuff. That's why I've partnered with Delete Me. I personally use Delete Me. They're a big friend of the podcast because I put myself out there online. So safety is a huge concern. It's really scary how easy it is to find someone's details and information. But Delete Me creates a layer of protection that we all need. You tell Delete Me what you want gone and they make it disappear from those sketchy data broker sites. And Delete Me doesn't stop. They constantly monitor the web to keep your information off those lists. It's like having a privacy watchdog that never sleeps. You need to take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me. They're giving a special discount for all Success Story podcast listeners. Get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash success and use promo code success at checkout. The only way to get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash success and enter code success at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash success. Hey everyone, I just want to take a second and thank the sponsor of today's episode, Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond Bourbon. Now I don't have a lot of liquor sponsors on this show. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond is actually one of my favorites. I've drank it for a few years now, and this is why we actually decided to work together. Heaven Hill Distillery, family-owned since 1935, is a great entrepreneur story, too. So there's five brothers. They filled their first whiskey barrels back in 1935, and their legacy still lives on today. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond is aged over seven years. That's three more than required by the Bottled and Bond Act of 1897. This means the best quality, the best purity, and the best consistency. This is not just average bourbon. It's the winner of the double gold medals at multiple 2023 World Spirits competitions, and they've won the very prestigious Triple Still Award. It's a very big deal in the liquor and bourbon world. 
Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond boasts an exceptionally smooth oak flavor, while its aroma offers a sweet blend of caramel and smooth vanilla. If you love bourbon, you need to try Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond. Available nationally, look for a bottle at your local store. Heaven Hill reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Think back to your last few days in the office. Did any of them leave you feeling really accomplished? Not the kind of day where you're running around like crazy, but where you've made real progress on something that matters. Because being busy doesn't always mean being productive. And I bet you we've all been there. And maybe it's time to rethink what it means to get things done. Today's episode is sponsored by Belay. And what they help you do is, instead of getting sucked into emails and to-do lists, they help you delegate tasks and focus on big goals. They can connect you with top-notch US-based talent who are ready to take on those time-consuming tasks that bog you down. Let's be real. There are way more important things you could be doing than bookkeeping or wrangling a packed inbox. They have virtual assistants to handle all of those pesky administrative tasks or accounting professionals to take care of all your financials. But here's the best part. You don't have to waste weeks searching for the right person. Belay's personalized matching service works quickly, sometimes matching you with the right talent to take stuff off your plate in under a week. Are you ready to try a different way of working? Check out Belay's list of the top 25 things you can delegate to a virtual assistant. It might just change your business and your life. Text success, that's S-U-C-C-E-S-S, to 55123 to get the list and to start transforming your to-do list with Belay. 